What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Hi, Chalky Milk. Don't you touch my Chalky Milk. Who did she vote for? <laughs> who did who did she vote for? Come on. You know in your heart she isn't even registered to vote. All of these people belong on Shutter Island. Let me see your face. Let me see your damn face now! Is it wrong to say that you don't know what's real or what's fake with the Ukraine and Russia situation? This actress got serious blowback for saying that. SNL casually admitted everything that we've been saying the last two years about the virus. Plus, I'm talking the latest with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley, Morgan Wallen being a cheater, and the Biden admin telling you to social distance if your house gets blown up by a nuclear bomb for Hot Take Tuesday. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitude. Dancing with the Stars alum Maxim Chermakovsky is actually in his native home of Ukraine now as things heat up with Russia. He's been posting live updates on things going on and didn't hold back his anger towards actress Kirstie Alley because she tweeted that she didn't know what was real or fake with the war, so she was going to refrain from commenting and pray instead. That seems fair. Well, Maxim didn't think so. He posted a screenshot of Kirstie's tweet and said, Dear Kirstie, we haven't spoken in a while, but I clearly remember being right next to you while you were organizing trucks of aid during Hurricane Sandy, and I remember all that you were saying to me about situations where innocent are suffering. That same energy is needed right now. No one needs your prayer if you don't know what's real or fake. You're overreacting. Look, I can't imagine being Max and being right in the middle of things in real time and how scary that would be. I also think he's completely twisting what Kirstie and many others for that matter are trying to say. No one is saying the war itself is fake, but there is a lot of fake news coming out about the war. Stories that are fake, fake pictures, fake videos, and of course, war propaganda is apparently immune from our fact checker friends in big tech. There's always a double standard. I am failing to understand why so many conservatives are not only falling for the fake news and war propaganda that's being distributed at record rates like we've never seen, but that when you bring attention to it, they start to have a complete and total brain malfunction. You see, that's what you have to do. You have to use your mind. Have we not learned anything from the pandemic or George Floyd or Nick Sandman or Kyle Rittenhouse? You know, it's completely okay to take a step back and not do a tweet blast to comment on every little thing as it happens. It's okay to take a beat and wait for more information because a lot of this stuff, like the gun grandma and Snake Island, were proven to be totally fabricated within a few hours. Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie if you believe it. I like what Sherlock star Amanda Abington had to say about all the Ukraine stuff. She called out all these virtue signaling celebrities and influencers posting their aesthetic pray for Ukraine posts and posted a video saying, if you're thinking of posting any kind of poetry, sonnet, Shakespeare text, or wind beneath my wings in some hideous montage in order to help the people of Ukraine, Please don't. It doesn't serve anyone. It makes you look like a dick. She told people to either donate money or just be quiet and shut the F up. Sorry, but someone had to say it. 
switching gears from the war. Did you know the pandemic is completely over? Yep, just like that. I mean, when was the last time you heard people on the news talk about the big C? Not since all the Ukraine stuff happened. All that fake C news is now just old news. The magic man. Now you see me? Now you don't. Get ready to get really pissed off. SNL did a skit Saturday about friends going to dinner and discussing their thoughts on the virus and the juice and masks and all that. And basically what ends up happening is all these friends realize over dinner that masking for two years did nothing and that the juice didn't make much, if any difference, and it was wrong for people to lose their jobs over it. Uh, okay. Well, I think the biggest mistake the administration made was not providing more testing. But the UK had done tons of testing and had even more. The virus. Good. Well, at least Biden finally sent out all those tests over Christmas. You mean the two tests for a family of eight that froze in the mail? Good. Okay, well, at least we have the CDC. I mean, they haven't always been perfect, but the science changed. How does science change? When I make a mistake at work, I don't get to say the science changed. At least we had outdoor dining. Oh, you mean when they built a smaller restaurant in the street? How is that outdoors? <laughs> the skit is actually good and pretty funny. It's about five minutes long and you should watch it, but gosh, it made me mad too. Because we've been saying these things from day one. We lost our jobs for it. We were deplatformed on social media for it. Our posts were labeled as misinformation. I mean, them questioning the credibility of the CDC? That's like the left's biggest no-no. And so I'm mad, but I'm not surprised. The standards in this life are all always going to be unfair for us. We will always have to live by different rules, but you better believe I am sending that skit to every person who sent me a nasty DM during the pandemic. Oh, and maybe I'll send it to the public hotel in NYC who kicked me out because I wasn't juiced. I don't admit it, but I think you were right. I don't believe it. Finally, I can do this. Speaking of juice, here are a few more juicy headlines you need to know today. I take Tuesday. The Tinder swindler, Simon Lviv, Leviev, whatever, is asking for $20,000 for nightclub appearances. The payout is supposed to cover bottle service, a private jet, a five-star hotel, black SUV car service, and two full-time security guards. This dude never stops. I feel bad for something that I didn't done. No, I feel bad for whatever happened to myself. I want to clear my name. I want to say to the world, this is not true. Morgan Wallen has been dumped by his model girlfriend, Paige Lorenz after a year of dating because she allegedly thinks he's been cheating. Oh, hell, I ain't with this country-ass bullshit. They just recently went public with their relationship, and as soon as they did, Paige started getting all these DMs on Instagram from girls saying, I was with him, we slept together. You know I ain't not around it. Don't matter what time or town, I can't get you gone. Rogers and Shailene Woodley are apparently talking things through. A source told Page Six they were definitely over when they ended their engagement, but now that it's the off season, he has more time to devote to a relationship, so they've been talking and trying to keep things private. Stay away from her. The Biden administration posted rules that if we find ourselves in a nuclear fallout, we should wear masks and social distance as we duck for cover. I am so glad the smart people are back in charge. Kim Kardashian just bought a private jet that set her back about $150 million. It took her a year to get it because she had it all decked out to look like her ear canal house with all cream and whites and cashmere. Kim, didn't Courtney tell you there's people that are dying? 
I know right now you're confused and wanna know who to follow for solid takes on the Ukraine and Russia situation. I'll just tell you who I think is getting it right and I'm enjoying following right now on Twitter. Mike Cernovich, Gavin Wax, Jack Posobiec, and Clint Ehrlich. Your engagement with each episode matters more than you know to support what we do. Heart this episode. Share your thoughts on the war, if you think a lot of stuff coming out is fake, and then let us know in the comments if there's anyone that you're enjoying following for analysis. DM this episode to someone who loves chalky milk and smash the save button. Ooh, you need to be subscribed to Politics on YouTube in case anything ever happens to us here. Plus, that's where you can watch every single episode of The Spillover. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Politics experience to follow us on Instagram at Politics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.